The Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit and debit cards. Our show today is also brought to you by IUBenda. Hey, if you own a website or are developing websites and apps for others, you need to be sure you have the right privacy policies in place. The fact is, it's the law. IUBenda.com takes the hassle out of trying to create one of your own, and it only takes a minute or two to build your own privacy policy statement for your site or app. Go to IUBenda.com slash podcast rebound. That's IUBENDA.com slash podcast rebound for a 25% discount. Create your own easy to read privacy policy today. IUBenda.com slash podcast rebound. Does anyone know what episode number this is? Nope. Lost track. Ooh, you should count it up right now on live on the air. It's I think it's episode C. That's my understanding of how this works. <laughs> oh, we're, we're counting Roman. No yeah, wonder it's hard. We're to count. Roman numerals. <laughs> it's episode one hundred, everybody! Yay! Welcome to the episode 100 extravaganza. We've got special guests like Guy English. <laughs> and Lex Friedman. Yeah. I, I Dan Warren's here special. too. I, yeah. Was there more planned? That's all I, that's all I, I had, that was, guys. That, that was it. That was it. The marching band couldn't make it. Oh. Yeah. There is a fireworks display, but our listeners won't be able to see it. It's for us. It's private. Mm-hmm. You're not invited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you do 100 episodes? <laughs> I mean, they've listened to 100 episodes, at least some of them. I feel like maybe they're owed something for that. More or yeah, less. It's possible, it's possible they deserve more praise than we do at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Well, well, we'll cut them in for something. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. So I got to ask. So Dan. So Lex. Oh, go ahead. Ask no, away. no, Lex. Ask go, no, you're first. Go ahead. Okay. Well, when the show started. Yeah, you called this show the Rebound because this was your Rebound project, right? You had been summarily dismissed from MacWorld. I let's, think for insubordination it. of the highest order. <laughs> for, for, yes, for cause. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, "Well, I got to get back on the horse." God damn and it! The horse I said, was a podcast. I liked that round hockey puck mouth, and they threw me out. <laughs> do, do you feel like you've rebounded yet? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What should we rename the show? <laughs> Yeah, the the boundless, <laughs> unbounded, unbounded, <laughs> Django unbounded. I feel like that's a winner right there, Dango. <laughs> Dango, Dango unbounded. Dango there we go, unbounded. I'm writing that down with that's, a pencil. That's and good, and paper. then erasing it. Uh, yes, I, then, feel, then I feel. I feel. Paper. I feel bounded. Wait, no, that's not good. I feel. In a bind? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just glad that we've done 100 episodes because I really didn't think we were going to last beyond like 10. <laughs> they said Man. it could never last. They said oh, it wow. shouldn't last. And yet here we are. <laughs> Some say it didn't last. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's now a bad time to tell you guys that I haven't released the last 90 episodes. <laughs> mm. Actually, this is the perfect time. <laughs> um. So it's funny because we uh, this mostly started out as an Apple Watch show, right? Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, a- anticipating the Apple Watch, being super super excited about the Apple Watch, and then getting the Apple Watch and being kind of <laughs> about the Apple Watch, and then kind of being like <laughs> about the Apple Watch, and now now 
we have rumors of the next Apple Watch. John, would you say after hundred episodes? Would you say your expectations of the Apple Watch have rebounded? <laughs> you can't see it, but I put my chin on my fist as I said rebounded that. and rebounded again. Yeah. Uh, are you really? No, I'm just upset because I still don't have uh, 3.0. Well, my watch, that's but. you only have yourself to blame for that. Just, well, <laughs> exactly. Myself and my summer travels. Yes. You, Mostly yeah. yourself. Mostly, Mostly yourself. Myself. Um, are you disappointed that there? It doesn't sound like there will be cellular networking in the next watch. Was that hot on your list? Was that? Does that like? You know, it, it hadn't been. The only time that I found that I thought it would be really great was when we were at the water park. <laughs> That's a pretty limited use uh, yeah, scenario. Yeah, well, it would have been super great at the water park, though, because... I you know, typically take my watch off at the water park, just out of anxiety. No, see, I don't. I kept my water. I kept my watch on, and then my, my phone became an anxiety, because I had it zipped <laughs> in one of those, like, plastic container things that are, you know, <laughs> it build as moderately waterproof. If you're just submerged. If you're just joining you're in us, all this these is things. the anxiety cast. <laughs> you're in all these things that you literally get submerged in, so... <laughs> Like, so why would you want cell? Because then I could have kept up with like because sometimes my son and I would go do a ride and my wife would go do something else or vice versa and then we could keep track of each other. We could keep in contact with oh, each okay, other. Okay, yeah. uh, I thought you were going to be like I want to be Twitter while my son was like <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, himself. No, 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 I really no, badly no. need to get my texts from <laughs> no. you jerks. No, I, the, yeah. the number of times I declared, declared Twitter bankruptcy over the the past yeah. 12 days. Yeah, has, been there. You, can, so. you can just read mine, Mornings and Guys, and you'll it's be like fine. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, the, the Donald, I'm the Donald Trump of Twitter bankruptcy. The, okay. Did oh, you build a, a wall of Twitter bankruptcy? <laughs> yes, I built a wall around I, Twitter. I have decided, though, I have a new favorite feature in Apple Watch 3.0, Watch OS 3.0. Which is? I think it's new to 3. Um, but the thing where you trigger Siri and the watch is like has heard your instruction but isn't ready to do anything. Is this, hold on a second, says, I'll tap you when you're ready. Yes. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, hold on. I'll tap you when I'm ready." Because like I'm outside, I'm getting the mail, I want to I have a message that can't wait to get to my wife because she's inside and like it's got to go now. <laughs> it's a long way to the mailbox. Um, or, or I want to set, set a reminder. It's usually setting a reminder not an iMessage. But then the watch will be like, "Yeah, I hear you, but just chill and I'll tap you when I'm done." And so then you can just keep on taking the garbage out let the watch screen go off and everything and then you get a little tap tap and you look it up it's like hey is this the message you wanted me to send or the reminder you wanted me to send i'm like yes it is now ideally right it would just do those things more quickly but if it's embracing its inability to do it quickly and at least telling me hey don't worry about holding your wrist up at an awkward angle i will hook you up when i'm done i, I appreciate that sentimentality you know the watch is demonstrating. i found it super confusing but the way you're describing it makes more sense to me than the way i've experienced it which always just seems like I gave you a thing to do, and now I'm waiting for you. You're a watch. I'm a person. I'm not fucking waiting for you. Are but, you? Um, well, there's no way to prove it. But yeah, it felt like, I guess that makes sense. I guess I just has end up there sitting there for a while, and then I give up because I'm like, all right, fine, watch, do your own thing. But maybe I've just sort of not been patient enough. Sounds like you. Sounds about right. Do you, do you wear your watch all the time, Alex? I do. And you and obviously you like it. I I, I like the watch. Uh, guy hasn't listened to the show. Um, I <laughs> no no I have. I, I'm just I'm no it's okay. something here. Yeah. No, so I, I I like the watch. There are days. I, I, there's probably been ten days now. I would say where I have forgotten to put it on, and the main thing I miss is the ability to check the time. <laughs> but uh, even though I don't feel like I need it, I certainly enjoy it. I find it helpful. Have you found yourself forgiving it? 
<laughs> more than no, no. I'm, it's a, it's an Except honest to god question. It sounds. I know all we do is crack jokes here, but it's an honest to god question. Like, um, are you more forgiving of it because it's a cool gadget than you would be if, uh, you know, if it was something? This, this whole thing. Well, this whole thing where you're waiting for it to come back with a serious response is right. a little bit maddening. Oh uh, yeah, I would like, say so I'm more forgiving more of it like, because it's a nonsense device, right? Because it's totally unnecessary. Yeah. If my phone were that slow, and when my phone is that slow, I'm really pissed because like I need my phone. I definitely right. don't need the watch, so I'm forgiving of it. I think not because I love it, but because it's so stupid to begin. <laughs> like it's totally unnecessary. I totally don't need it, and so I was like, oh well. Like I use my watch to send set the reminder when I'm taking out the mail because I left my phone inside like an idiot, or because the phone is charging. So I was like, yeah. all right, well you were an asshole who left your phone. You're using this stupid stupid thing it's going to be stupid like i'm tolerating it only because i'm uh, i'm aware of the limitations mostly stupid device yeah because yeah. like a lot of the examples you use are silly ones yeah like i'm getting the mail and i need to text my wife which is like right dumb <laughs> you, you don't need to do that. yes <laughs> right but so it's more of like a tamagotchi kind of feeling like that's kind of it's cute <laughs> have you forgotten to water your apple watch did you remember oh, to no. feed it Oh no! Well, it's cute. It's cute, but like not a necessary part well, of your life, right? Watchy like, died. But, That's okay, right. wait. Watchy died. So, <laughs> if you had an Apple Watch with cellular connectivity and thus didn't need to take your phone right. everywhere, would that elevate it from beyond a nonsense device? I think so. I think if it if it if it didn't require like in theory, when I don't have my phone near me if it's at home it should be able to use my wi-fi network directly i think right. that's when it's struggling when it's trying to decide can i reach the phone or should i use the wi-fi that's my gut read although i have no clue but if you could use it anywhere and it didn't need the phone tethered to it you'd expect it to be as responsive as your phone but you like would, i uh, am mad at my phone are, are any of us at states where we would like be i mean for things like going on a run or something i guess that kind of makes sense but if it's like oh I need to go out of the house to go do something. Are you at this point in your in your life? Are you ever going to be I'll like, oh, I, I'll just leave the phone at home? That doesn't sound strike me as a thing no. that's going to happen. That seems unlikely, and the reasons is simply because the input, you know, as we've been describing, the input problems are so much greater on the watch than on the phone. And some of that's just inherent in the design. But I actually you know. like that as a concept for me. Like I, I'm I'm a person who works a whole lot. Um, and yeah, we're I, not. We aren't. Nobody unlike, else is. Unlike unlike more than Moltz. Oh, this show's over. Well, no, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking you're, that literally for me, it could be healthier than me, Lex. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying that for for me, it could be healthier. Like the watch has benefited my family dinner time. At least if my family likes having me around, because I leave the phone on the other side of the room, I can glance at my watch and see if the email that I just got is important. And if it's not, ignore it. Whereas pre-watch, I would have my phone at the dinner you ignore table. Ignore the children, right? That's exactly. how that works. Ignore yeah. the family. Walk away. Like I have to act. <laughs> get up and say like you're so unimportant to me compared to this podcast situation that i'm going to walk over here and deal with it but if i could do that while leaving the house i leave the family i move to a new town and start a new family can't you just like task one of like the eight mini lexus to like watch your phone while you're eating it's not a bad idea that's 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 division of labor right there yeah well i mean you have kids for a reason it seems like you know it used to be tilling the fields now Modern, one know, of one of them, one, yeah. One of them write, writes his Twitter feed. One of them uh, updates Instagram. <laughs> oh, that would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, gentlemen. I'm, I know you're going to be as excited as I am. We have a brand new advertiser. 
Graphic Stock is a subscription-based stock media company that gives you unlimited access to over 300,000 premium photos, illustrations, vectors, and design elements everyone can afford. Great value with the unlimited download model. They have the largest unlimited download library of graphics, photos, vectors, and images available to the creative community. While most websites charge per download, costing you know as much as $30 per image, which can add up quickly, Graphic Stock gives you unlimited downloads with your membership for an annual rate. There's no credits, no download limits, and no hidden charges. There's premium content. The same content you would find on more expensive stock sites, but at a cheaper price. And they're continuously adding new content to the library so it stays fresh. During a seven-day free trial, you can download 140 pieces of content. It's only $99 for an annual subscription after that, which is less than $10 a month. Everything is 100% royalty-free, even if you cancel your subscription. Unrestricted usage rights for personal or commercial projects. Keep what you download and maintain usage rights forever. Exclusive to Rebound listeners, sign up for your seven-day free trial today at graphicstock.com. That's G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S-T-O-C-K dot com slash rebound for your free seven-day trial. Our thanks to graphicstock.com for their support of the rebound. Uh, anything beyond... Oh, I learned something new about the Apple Watch, uh, Wax. Maybe you knew this already because it you're, tells you're time. pretty smart. It does tell time, but it doesn't tell time. No. It, uh, um, actually, our, our good friend Casey List... Uh, tweeted this and i did not know which is when you're using the scribble input thing which i dig if you start using the digital crown it will give you suggestions for the word that you've started to write like that you can scroll through and then choose mm. one I, I i saw you be excited about that i thought it was cool <laughs> it is cool I saw you be excited about that, that was, on twitter that was very that was very passive aggressive <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i you're gonna hear me be excited about it now that a much bigger hole <laughs> I thought it was stupid. How's that? Oh, really? Why? Why do you think it's stupid? Because when I'm scrolling out my message, I just want to get done as quickly as possible. Like if it's close to right, yeah. That's but if it's fine a long word, you might get done faster by mm. scrolling. Mm. I guess the digital crown dot com. Twitter. Hey, uh, but while we're talking about the watch and the digital crown, um, did they eliminate time travel? Yes, I noticed this too. It's not in there. I, I use it. And now I can't. <laughs> I know. I I, I used it well, for the. They eliminated it. Yeah. Well, you never could use it. Uh, I, it was never possible. Uh, I the one thing I liked travels. before was that that stupid feature where it's like, oh, the watch hand is blocking the date on yes, my watch. That's why <laughs> I use it. I can't use it anymore for that. And I I was so proud a couple days ago because like my wife was like, hey, will you be finished with work early? And again, I had my phone in the office and I was out in the kitchen getting food. And I was like, you know what? I can check my watch and just scroll through with time. And nope, it's not working. And then of course I think the watch is messed up or the app is messed up or something is wrong. And only eventually when I checked another person who was running the beta did I realize they just took away took it away i like time travel why'd they take it away i never i never used it is that a bit limitation or is it yanked they haven't said anything but i would guess it's yanked because they strike me as having they're kind of paring down i feel like with watch like they 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 i feel like there are other things that they've sort of removed i thought they were pairing over bluetooth yeah not only have i never used it it, as often in you know initiated without my request and been a bit of a pain in the butt well and and they've been tweaking some of that because like for example on watch os and the beta um in the first beta i think of watch os 3 the swiping back and forth between different watch faces was way too easy and so Mm -hmm, you would like mm -hmm. accidentally like look at your watch and be like oh my god i'm like four watch faces away yeah i remember some people said that they they dialed it down so it requires more like i don't know more inertia more dragging or something and now it's actually harder to use sometimes but it's it's okay i feel like that's 
it should not be a thing that you should easily be doing all the time. I just want right? to tell right. our listeners, I, I don't find it hard to use. Just, just put the. <laughs> It just, it just it just needs a more intention. Lex, you got any more problems with me today? I am not avail it's because this is the hundredth episode, I am not availing myself of the cheap shot right there. It's it's uh i think it, the uh, i think it's because i wrap my head around what they want us to do more they're treating it just like the um you know the the notification center and control center swipes on the phone like it's you got to go edge to edge now and before it was too easy because you could do it from anywhere on the screen and that's why it was happening all the time okay that makes sense you could send that without the snarky comment i love dan warren there let me go. point that out more more of that please um <laughs> Like like a lot. <laughs> um, all right. Twitter. So John is not up to or, guy. You don't really wear your watch, right? No. <laughs> okay, that solves that problem. <laughs> We're glad we had you on this. Episode, I have. I, I I wear it when I go hiking or like when I do some kind of activity. I'll wear it. Uh, but day to day, I don't. I I end up wearing my mechanical watch watch os3 change that for you you're like you're pretty stuck. it might it really might uh the only reason i haven't done it is because i don't want to mess with my phone right now and it requires a the beta for the uh, whatever ios 10 which is they've they're on to like five or six for that and it's pretty stable at this point is my yeah oh yeah hearing. definitely i'm just not messing with it abundance first, of caution uh i haven't had to do a lot of work on on the phone recently and I'd just rather it just kept working. So <laughs> I, I just don't feel like messing with the betas. I've got the, uh, no, oh, well, whatever it's called, Sierra beta on my Mac. I haven't done that one. I'm, I'm, I'm never scared to mess with my phone for some reason, but I'm always scared to put a beta on my Mac. Well, okay, so, wrong so no one besides me has both betas installed, which means no one else can corroborate <laughs> my Apple Watch unlocking experience with Sierra? No, and I am fascinated. No, but I'm really impressed no. that you've got both betas yeah. installed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I've got two Macs, so I have it on my MacBook Air, which is not as critical for me because I don't. I do just recording. wanted to give you a compliment. Thank you, thanks, Lex. <laughs> That's sweet of you. <laughs> That's not why I'm here. <laughs> just to be well, clear. okay. So it was. I I have the Apple Watch unlocking thing set up because I was really interested to do it, and it was it worked okay in one of the earlier betas, but now it's totally it doesn't work at all anymore. So I'll, I'll like sit down in front of my computer, wake it up and it'll say like unlocking with the Apple watch and it shows you like a little <laughs> spinner. And then after about 10 seconds, it gives up and just gives me a password so prompt. And I'm so like, it's ready, to sh it's ready to ship is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it says, we'll tap you when we can unlock your, your Mac. Oh. <laughs> now, do, how does it actually, how is it meant to work? If it, if it were working, do you have to do anything on the watch or do you just walk up to no. your computer and it's ready to go? In fact, Hey, it's my phone, everybody. Making its appearance on the 100th episode. The way it works is that, um, so you walk up, you unlock, you like, I wake up my my MacBook, and usually it shows me like unlocking with the Apple Watch where the password prompt is, and there's like a little spinner, and sometimes it'll take a couple seconds unlocked. The thing about that is, it's probably not that much faster than me typing my password, because um, it's not instantaneously. I was hoping that I would open it and it would be, you know, like it would just skip the login screen altogether, but it doesn't do that. It shows you the login screen and gives like a little placeholder you know, unlocking thing. And then sometimes, like I said, sometimes it doesn't seem to get whatever connection or information it needs. And it just like sits there, spins, and eventually gives you a password prompt, in which case it's like, well, that was a waste of my time. Um, you can override it like at any point when you start, if you start typing while it's doing the unlocking thing, it will just give you the password box 
um, and it just sort of gives up doing that. So, so basically, you're saying it's working on Apple Watch speed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, half the time I would start, I would open up and just reflexively start typing my password, and then I would notice, like, oh, crap, I should have let the watch unlock it. Oh, well, <laughs> never mind. I'm halfway through the password. I'm not going to go back right. now. It's, it's only interesting if it's faster than the password, right? Yes, Otherwise, there's exactly. no point. Like Touch ID, right? I mean, like, that's, exactly. that's you great. You want it to be Touch ID, right? I, guess I want I it could... to be, like, if I'm up at my computer and, like, I want it to somehow know my hand is, maybe that's why there's that new touch sensitive thing apparently on the new keyboard yeah right. like if my hand is on the keyboard l- use my watch and unlock this thing before i can even start maybe, maybe i could make my password like like 30 characters longer <laughs> or something but it, that, that actually will, that will be a problem this is kind just of ironic. handicap yourself so that you can <laughs> so, so the I computer can, use... can win god that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard it just breaks i actually fingers. why not you know I, just break uh, some fingers uh, yeah exactly the biggest risk I for use me my is my nose I, for typing the password now <laughs> I store all of my uh, longer passwords in Vesper, so that's that's the hard part for me. Ouch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah. Zing. Too soon? <laughs> that's actually my notes. To t- I mean, I actually make notes. In Vesper? Show. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> this one was actually in Notes app. Oh. So part of the problem over there, Guy English. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, thanks for nothing. Yeah, I don't mind telling them. It's fine. I think. None of them listen to this show. It's fine. (laughs) We'll we'll beep out the name of the app. Yeah, right. It's not like it's a big problem. Yeah. Anyway, so Vesper Garcant is basically the. uh, Yeah. And if you don't remember what Vesper is, it's a notes app that was created by uh, Dave Wiskus, Brent Simmons, and John Gruber, uh, who are all probably better known for other things. Um, And like Dave Dave Wiskus was the co host of Unprofessional, which was a podcast with some other guy. (laughs) Yeah. Can never remember that guy's name. Nope. Mm-hmm. Casey List. That's the name you're trying to trying to find. Um, yeah, I don't. I it's uh, I remember using it when it came out, but I don't think I ever really got into it in the way that other people. Did. It strikes me as one of those you know great apps where it was like we built this because this is the app that we want exactly, and the answer is some people want that. But right. a lot of people don't. Yeah, and there's I would two, say there's, like, the, there's like two ways of looking at it. One is the, is a way that I saw somebody got who got retweeted on Twitter. Like if these guys can't make it in the app store, then nobody can. And then the other way of looking at it is these this kind of app, this and many different kinds of apps like it um, are like the restaurant business. They just you know yes. they open and close, and some survive, and and many many do not. Well, there are so many other notes right. apps right like that's the thing it's commoditized to a certain extent because in addition to apple having its own built-in notes app which has gotten steadily better um you know you've got other yeah. stuff like simple note and evernote and one note and lots of other things with note in it apparently mm-hmm. um so yeah it's, it's kind of an uphill climb and at the, at the end of the day i don't know there was much that vesper did that those apps didn't do and those apps had right. things like, you know, they didn't add sync until fairly late in the game, right? And they never yeah, had right. a Mac, they never had an official shipping Mac version, yeah. which is why, like, uh, Notes was perfect for me because I want to the same thing that I love about Apple's Reminders app, and there are certainly other apps that integrate with Apple's kind of Reminders database. But the, knowing that my thing is going to be on whatever device I'm using is extremely powerful to me. Like the fact that I could see, I could make a list on my iPhone and then use it as recently as today on my Mac. I had my to-do list that I gave myself right before I went to bed of all the crap I had to do for work this morning. And then I knew I had, I remembered none of it, but I knew on my Mac this morning I could go get the list up. And like, that's, I've, I've always been a notes man. I'm a 
simple man. I, I really am pro notes, especially since the latest when they yeah. updated oh, sure. it. It's it's yeah. it's a good I'm, app. I'm now. basically yeah. I'm using it for I mean for everything. Yeah, you know? I honestly don't think those guys would disagree with that. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. this yeah. point, to be frank. And plus, they they all have uh, other jobs. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some of those jobs actually. It was, I mean, it was ahead of the game, and it, it shipped on iOS six, and kind of pretty accurately guessed the iOS 7 UI conventions. Uh, great typography. It did a good job for what it did, but uh, Notes kind of just ate its lunch. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of that is, yeah. I mean, it, it looked great and that was part of its appeal, but at a certain point to, you know, many I feel like, you know, features are something people, most people care more about. Like, design is nice, but it's not always going to sell an app especially if it's less featureful than a competitor. Like, that's right. tough. I mean, like, the, the, don't get me wrong. There are ugly-ass apps that are super competent that I don't want to use. Um, but, like, a not very good, like, the middle-of-the-road design with better features is often going to trump stuff for me with, you know, great design and not as many features. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Lex, do you have something that's great? I do have something that's great, and it's uh, we talked about it right at the top of the show, iubenda.com. If you build websites or apps for a living, you know privacy policies are a big deal. Did you know that it's illegal not to have one in place? I don't know if that's the law in Canada, but I know it's the law here in the U.S. of A. They're typically complicated. These are privacy policies, not Canadians. They're typically complicated, hard to read, and downright boring. Not anymore. iubenda.com is the one-stop solution to help you create your own customized privacy policy for your site or app. By the way, before we were owned by a giant corporate entity, this is what Midroll used for our privacy policy on our website. Cookie-cutter privacy policies are not the answer. iubenda allows developers to create custom privacy policies in literally seconds. And I can vouch for that. That's how we did it. It's fast. It's super simple. It's beautiful. Go to iubenda.com slash podcast rebound. It's a little weird to spell. So it's iubenda.com slash podcast rebound for a 25% discount. Listen, it's already not that not that expensive. 25% off makes it makes it totally reasonable. Create your own easy to read privacy policy today. iubenda.com slash podcast rebound. Our thanks to iubenda for their support of the rebound. Do we want to talk about which of those do apply to Canadians? <laughs> Complicated? No. Hard to read, yes. Downright Definitely boring. I'm going to defer to John Maltz. All those extra U's. That's a lot of U. There's a lot of U in Canada. Um, um, possibly speaking of Canada, I was close to Canada this week. Um uh, although I guess I'm always I could, I could feel you that's a, uh, yeah. Alaska? I sensed his presence there's a, there's a lot of feeling of me going on in this <laughs> yeah um, I was in uh, Vermont where my brother lives and um, we uh, we did not have much of a, much of a signal while we were there um, there's, there was a little bit of Verizon trouble and um, the place that we were staying which was a very nice inn um, didn't have its own Wi-Fi <laughs> And they were like, oh, you just use the Wi-Fi that's, you know, the public Wi-Fi. It's like, mm. <laughs> socialists. Um, <laughs> but, which we couldn't get on because it was like, you, you could only, you could only use like, I think, it, I think it was actually only active, like during business hours. <laughs> that's, that's, that's American socialism for you. Odd. <laughs> it's free like, for everyone. It's like standing only on the during line. business hours. <laughs> Um, and so the thing that was really that I found that was super annoying about this situation, and I'm not exactly sure what initiated this because 
um, you know, this works when I'm off Wi-Fi in other situations, but I was in the room and in the, in the inn and, um, I would, we actually, we had a, we had a laundry. So it was like, we've been traveling for a while. We did some laundry. I was going to fold the laundry and I thought this is a great time to listen to some music. Guess what didn't work? <laughs> Apple music did not work. Not only just, I mean, obviously streaming did not work, but I had no access to my music. Like I pulled up, I pulled up and all my playlists were, were gone and said, can't reach server. <laughs> mm, like, you yeah. gotta be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> Because I guess it had not synced. I mean, like, I don't know what the what the the switch there is that didn't work. Because obviously, Apple Music worked fine on the plane when I went into airplane mode. Um, but maybe it was because over a period of a few days, it hadn't accessed. Does it try to does the it server does it to verify weeds, that I actually owned the music that I had? Does it weed stuff out to from your downloaded? Like you had no internet access. Does it like does it like free up space or something? I don't know enough about no it. because i had downloaded a lot of songs i mean and, I had, and, and so even the downloaded ones the, didn't let me tell you, actually you know the one thing i did not check i did maybe they were there under like artists but the playlists were all gone because the playlists uh, sync between devices which i really like when weird. It, you know obviously when you have a connection it, it works wonderfully and and even if you have a connection like most of the time i guess it works wonderfully but apparently if after a few days and you still don't have a connection it's like we have no, you know, no idea what. You oh, like it, it wants to every own. once in a while. It wants to mean it wants okay. to verify. Yeah, I think that it, you still every once in a while it checks. It checks back to make sure everything is copacetic, and it passed that timeout period mm-hmm. and did not. Your music operates on a dead man switch. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that is unfortunate. at a data center in North Carolina. <laughs> well, there were some guys working in that data center who were really enjoying your playlists. <laughs> um i get you know i went so i went then i went to my brother's house and got on his wi-fi um and got it back but um it so was, uh, it was touch and go it, there for a but little bit that was after i folded the laundry oh no i know when it came back, Wait, you had to fold the laundry without music i'm sorry guy go ahead yeah uh when it came back did it download or like could you no, tell i mean it was like it was there a lag been... when you were trying to like did it stream well, see, or the thing i wish or... i like i said like it's it's no it was so it was really the it was the, I the authentication. I tried or different. And I tried different devices, and so some of them did have some playlists, and it would show the ones you know show the songs that were downloaded because I I tried to download the playlists that I use frequently and download all the songs fully to my phone because that's usually what I listen to music on. So I think I went to my laptop, which I don't usually download. I don't usually listen to music from that device. So I went to that, but it did have some songs. But when I went to play them, it couldn't connect and it wouldn't you know validate that. You know, they that's, were, that's pretty they, weird. It was okay for me to play them. So I played them. Huh. <laughs> well, um, I read a, an interesting story about music streaming from Dan Warren today. I was just going to ask you about this, Lex, because I want to know <laughs> if you would pay four or five bucks a month to have your Echo stream basically anything you want. Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay. Um, so Dan's story was that Apple is considering... Um, I'm sorry, not Apple. Apple has no stay in this whatsoever, but that Amazon is considering a cheaper music streaming service so that uh, Echo owners, like all of them, who say to Alexa, hey, play this song, and it goes, here's a sample of that song, and you want to throw Alexa across the freaking room, so that would stop happening, right? So they could get their full streaming library available, but since it's Echo only, it would be for less than the $10 a month that most of their competitors are charging. Thing is, I have a $10 a month subscription service right. for for uh, Napster, nay Rhapsody, because that's the full name, uh, 
because uh, I wanted to work with Sonos. So I don't think I could, like, if it was $2 a month, then sure, but they're not going to do that. But I, I can't see adding an extra $5 well, and, and a month just so Echo plays more songs. Maybe if you didn't have a Sonos. That oh yeah! Might be if I didn't have a Sonos, then one, yeah, I, th- I feel like that's going to convince you not to get a Sonos if they do that. Well, not necessarily. That, that was my biggest fear with the story. <laughs> that's, that, that's a huge fear. That's a real. The fear is real. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's an interesting idea because, as I said, you know, the idea of like have, getting away from all those stupid thirty-second samples. I think there are a lot. I think there are a lot of people that would appeal to. And four or five bucks a month does seem. It seems you know it, it's in that threshold, right? Where a lot of people will be like, oh. You know that's that much, that much, and I can play whatever music I want to listen to. That's great. Like if they echo is you like you know your primary source for music or whatever, um, and you don't have a Sonos or other similar like music setup, then I can see that being compelling. Um, right. But it's weird. It is a little interesting to be like it only works on the Echo, not on any of your other devices. But I guess I get that, and it, it, I, I applaud them for at least making a a service that is limited and cheaper rather than a service that is limited and costs the, the same as everything limited. else. <laughs> I mean, because I I think that what they first of all, it's totally there's no way for us as consumers to know what song Echo is going to say. Okay, I can play right. that, and what song is going to be like? Nope, sorry, that one I can only give you a sample for, and ideally. You'd have some option where you could tell, the, and this is this is as stupid as the Apple Watch feature. Let me tap you on. I'm finally caught up with what you want to do. But ideally, it could have some feature where you could say, "Hey, I never want to hear freaking samples. So if that's all you have, just say I can't when I ask you to play the song." Uh, I just of, can't, Lex. It gives a pretty long answer that my kids just scream Alexa stop at whenever it starts. <laughs> like, well, here's a sample of, and then you know the name of the song by artist. It's like I don't want to hear all that. Just play the song or don't. Um, so I get that they're trying to cure a pain point so i I appreciate not just that they want to offer less for less but that they're trying to solve a a pretty significant annoyance of the speaker yeah i do wish it was also a a bundle in with prime since i have that already but i guess the whole it is weird that they have that music library that is kind of small and in some stuff it works great on but a lot of stuff it doesn't so yep there's a this is this is the uh the weird world we live in actually speaking of something related to media streaming um and this is kind of just a weird thing my i was over at my parents house the other day my mom was like oh i was trying to watch something on amazon video on my mac and it told me i have to update silverlight and i kind of had this moment of thinking (laughs) god silverlight's still a thing uh microsoft deprecated it right like it's going away eventually it's just sort of like its last you know death rattle it's still a netflix desktop Thing, right i mean like if you want to watch netflix on is it your, i thought so i thought they I moved thought to I, an html5 one player. of the other uh, it may be hulu yeah maybe it's um, hulu. and so i i don't know this sound me sent me down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out because netflix or sorry amazon does have an html5 video player it just doesn't work with safari on the mac and so i ended up going down this huge rabbit hole of like trying to figure out why that was and i think the long and short of it has to do mainly with drm and the way that drm is enforced on streaming video um which is to say it sounds like amazon uses a a thing called widevine which is actually a company that was bought by google um and so it works with chrome uh but it does not work uh, and and funny enough i i tried Let's go to, to the chart i tried to spoof yeah basically <laughs> i tried to spoof i used the the safari developer stuff to spoof a chrome you know user agent so I was like, all right, what if I just tell Safari, pretend you're Chrome? Didn't work. <laughs> but I thought it was an interesting idea. Because I, I, Amazon and Apple have been so butting heads in all the like video things that I was wondering, like, is this just a fuck you to Apple? Like, screw you. We're, we're just going to kind of let this, we're going to let you guys keep installing Silverlight. <laughs> um, and the answer is maybe. 
<laughs> quite possibly um yeah. but it's weird because it is like i don't know you know in the same way that people have been you know we've been seeing flash slowly die silverlight is kind of you know of a, on a par with flash and you know safari has been trying its best you know without with safari apple's been trying its best to basically excise plugins <laughs> more or less um for good reasons usually in terms of security and stability but it it is like the future's not all there yet i guess yeah plugins are a bad idea lex do you have a good idea <laughs> I do. <laughs> the Rebound is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to The Rebound and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your City Card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit and debit cards. I so guy was just saying the plugins before the ad. Guy was just saying that um, that plugins are bad. Um, Federico Vitici had posted a photo. He's he's on the iOS beta and he's installed a bunch of iMessage apps. I haven't installed any, but uh, he has like screen after screen of iMessage apps. It's um, which feel like sort of plugins for for iMessage. Yeah. Um, Thing is, like, so I don't know. There was a slight difference. Uh, Plugins run inside the process that they're plugged into, so they become part of the app, basically. Uh, the iMessage stuff runs outside of the process, uh, right, so it right. can't mess with... Like, it can't read the rest of your message history from any other person that you're texting. So there's, there's a security firewall and, and a, a, like a crash-proof firewall between the two, which is a distinction that I think should be made because... Uh, Flash is crashy, and so is Silverlight. Like, it's bad. You don't want those running in, in process. Uh, so, yeah, different things. Anyway, continue. <laughs> this has been your say, educational yes, moment from no. Guy English. Yeah. You need a better way to organize that shit. That was my point. <laughs> oh, yeah. When OS ten Chef, there was a plug-in folder inside the, the app, and you could just drop really? plugins in there. And they would load. Interesting. And then you could delete them if you wanted. So the management oh, of plugins was basically in the file system. Uh, but that was back in 2001. So, you, yeah, you're right. A good way to manage that would be great. Uh, we don't and have I don't have the answer for Apple on just, just on the iOS home screen. Like, I think that for a while we were all assuming, oh, Apple's going to come up with a better way that we should start organizing our apps since we have so many more of them. And then, like, their next step was let's imitate the ios home screen on mac os with uh, what is it called launchpad that yeah. thing that like nobody mm -hmm. i know yeah. uses um, I use do any of you use launchpad yeah well what yeah I what do. no mostly i use spotlight okay yeah, that's fine that's very going different to the applications yeah. folder i'll just i'll go to launchpad every once in a while i look at it but and i'll go no i i hate I it i've turned I it off it. on everything i had to disable the gesture on my magic trackpad because it would show up too many times and i was like i know oh yeah that. don't don't do that you don't want to go there by accident <laughs> <laughs> but that's the bad part of town you don't want to end up on a bus to launchpadville <laughs> well i mean <laughs> is the, is the application the folder in finder any better than launchpad no absolutely no. not so no i'm fine with launchpad it takes over the whole screen and i'm doing a very modal thing at that point which is find the app there's a little search bar on top that only searches apps, and there's like the, the icons are nice and big, so my old ass eyes can see them. And oh, yeah. that's I guess I, fine. I, I all that stuff I use Spotlight for. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I can remember the name of the app. I just use Spotlight. <laughs> how, how old are you? <laughs> well, I, don't know. I used to I'm... have an app. I don't remember the name, but it was a pretty good one. Well, QuickTime Player, I'll always use Spotlight. <laughs> Any picture of a bear, I think. <laughs> well, so, okay. Can you search on the contents of icons? <laughs> that, would, that would really be helpful. So everything I, everything I use, you know, 99% of the time is in my dock. Uh, yes. And then there's stuff like, let's say, Chrome or QuickTime Player when I need to record, you know, chatting with you idiots. Uh, <laughs> that, that I'll, that, then I'll use Spotlight. But, like, if I'm trying to find uh, a game, let's say it's a game, XCOM 2. I can't remember if I bought it on the Mac App Store or if I need to go to find Steam to, to launch it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll kind of go around into my game folder and see what's up and hit Steam if I need to. Well, that's fair. I mean, Steam does install apps in a weird kind of its own thing, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Like, I'm not a total dummy. Also, <laughs> <laughs> this app that looks like something you'd find on a uh, diner table. It dispenses those little white paper things. I can't right. remember what it's called, though. Also, uh, I try a lot of apps. Yeah, no, I hear that. I have a bigger so, problem with that yeah, on iOS. I can't even where, remember the name. Yeah. So like, oh, this one, and I try it. Yo, iOS is... Where everything... I have, like, a third page on my iOS thing that's just all folders that I dump various things into, and sometimes I can't remember, like, oh, was that under productivity or writing yeah. tool, or I don't even know at yeah, that point. Yeah, I've said this before. I've got everything from, like, period trackers to, like, <laughs> to, to grinder to, like, you name it. You name it. Somehow it's, it's good, on Things my are getting phone. crazy <laughs> in Canada. I like how you, you set those, you use those both those examples. Well, <laughs> they, they run the gamut. Like the, the, yeah, you know, I've got absolute, like, I don't know, banking apps I never use. I've got all kinds of apps. Guy's but, motto is, there's even an app for that. <laughs> period tracker indicates I need to use grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. It's actually not a bad app. It's pretty good. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, as long as we're talking about apps, I, I have a new game that I've been playing that I enjoy. I've been wanting a new game. Uh, I don't know if this will be your speed or not, Lex, but I don't. Did you play the uh, Lara Croft Go game at all? I think we talked about that when it came out. No. I did. Uh, good game. Yeah, it's a puzzle, like a sort of turn based puzzle yeah. game. Um, there is a. So they've been. Uh, 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 Square Enix has been doing this with a bunch of different. Square Enix Montreal. Thank you very much. Yes, Montreal. <laughs> uh, Canada. Um, they've been doing this with a bunch of their big console franchises. So the first one was Hitman Go, and then Lara Croft Go, and then they've now done Deus Ex Go. And I, I really enjoyed the last Deus Ex game I played, which was on the on my Xbox, and I just ordered the new one. But they've they've done a version of this sort of puzzle game um, for the iPad, which is a lot of fun. You're basically like you're this you're the little little protagonist, and you have to go. Th- you're like breaking into these like crazy things. It's sort of cyberpunk themed. You have to avoid like robots and stuff, and you have to do like mini. There's like a hacking mechanic where you can like you know tell turrets to be on your side, and and like have to use them to like shoot robots. And it's a it's a clever game. It's fun. I've played a bunch of it. It's it's fairly involved. I think I've played like 47 levels or something on it. Like there's, there's a decent amount of it. And some of those things are like, some of the puzzles are tricky. Like I have to put the, the iPad down for a while and then come back to it later and be like, okay, how, what have I been doing wrong that I've died like seven times on this puzzle? So if you like puzzle games and uh, I recommend it because that's basically yeah. what it is. I, I'm actually hoping one of you guys can, can fix what's broken in me, which you probably can. Oh, in you. But, <laughs> I saw people writing about um, this game reigns. R E I G N S. Um it's a card mechanic, like cards like Tinder style, or so I'm told. I was hoping um, it was about horses, sorry. 
And, yes, and uh, you're a king, and uh, you have to make different decisions as the king to see how long you can rule, and eventually you will die because it's like real life. Uh, but your your main interaction <laughs> is you swipe left or right and uh, decide you know what you're going to do. And the reviews were so positive, I was like, well, I have to get this game and I'll really enjoy it. And so far, I like I have no idea what's going on, and I mostly hate it. So I'm wondering if any of you are playing. So wait, it it's, it's and like a can binary choose your own adventure. Basically, yes. And um, huh. it's not always just yes or no. It's There's other things that happen. And it's, it's got a very cool design. Like, it looks great. I'm just not having any fun playing it. Uh, but I really want to be clear. I think <laughs> the fault is with you, me. you know. Yeah. I think the fault is with me, though. I really, I sincerely mm-hmm. do, because people have loved, like, uh, Vitici reviewed it at uh, Max Stories, and he loved it. And, like, if you can't trust him. I've I, I seen people. You You're incapable of trust. I mean, here's the thing. I, I've I've seen well reviewed games that I don't like, and I think it, it comes down to games uh, more so than almost any other type of app are so personal in terms yeah. of like what you actually enjoy. And I mean, if you're not enjoying that game, I don't know if that's a failure of you or the game. It's you, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Um, no, but wrong. I mean, you know, hey, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there, there are lots of games that people play, like Pokemon. Everybody, like, I did not get into the Pokemon thing, and like. That's probably me, but you know. Is that over now? But did did people stop it's doing that? It's kind of still going, but it's definitely died down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but, I just I, I worked in games for like a long time. It's not you, Lex. There's a lot okay. wrong with you, but this is this is not. <laughs> this is not there are many many not, not even the top please, ten. No. Please look for our, for our new podcast. What's wrong with Lex? Yeah. If you're gonna if What's you're gonna improve something, Lex? don't start with this episode one. one just don't soon. start here. That's that's it's fruitless. <laughs> There's no, so, food, there's no food in those trees, um, um, but games, yeah, like like Dan said, very personal. It's you know, if you don't like it, that's fine, not a problem. The there's an <laughs> our our friend Nevin Mergen uh, retweeted somebody about this talking about this game, which is kind of bizarre, but it's I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to see what it's actually called because the the icon just says hidden game, um, and it's if you've ever played those crazy, my, which my son is into these things, which drive me nuts. But it's like this escape games. It's like a mm. oh, this, God, those games where you just tap, sense. you yeah, just tap yeah, around sure. and try and get stuff out. Um, and you know, and I played. You guys played the room, which is which is that's a mm-hmm. really good series. Yep. Um, I played some of it. Um, and he's so my sons played that as well, and he likes those too. Um, but there's a there's a wide spectrum of these games, and then in this one. I, I can't tell exactly how much of it is tongue in cheek and how much of it is is just like um just the developer being the developer, I guess. But anyway, the the premise is basically that your your mom hides your um your uh Nintendo DS and you have to find it in different places. And it starts out very simple where it's just like in the cabinet. And then but you know, but you have to make sure that you don't you don't accidentally trigger mom. <laughs> And like, there's one of those scenes where mom, she's like, you're like, there's a, there's a curtain and then there's a cabinet and you can see her feet sticking out from underneath the curtain. And then, and then you're like, oh, if you open the curtain, there's mom and you lose. But if you open the cabinet, oh, there's your game. You won. And they get, they obviously get more complicated than that. And then they, they also sort of, it also sort of uses, um, some, kind of pop culture things that it's like some things that i'm not even sure that i i, I get yet like a, there's a there's a thing where there's a guy sitting in the room and he you have to trigger him somehow to help you find the game and there's a 
there's like a hockey mask that you're supposed to put on him and then there's like a knife <laughs> like like there's some sort of like friday the 13th or something like you know, i get those movies mixed up and i can't remember which is which and so i haven't gotten it quite right yet but um it's kind of amusing and it's free so you know i think you can get a little bit of enjoyment out it of just it sounds like at least a few levels training your kids to be too good at like circumventing their parents <laughs> like already, when, when there's a level we're, where we're way past that <laughs> i'm just saying where there's a level when like hank has to get around the circle like they, well, then you're in trouble <laughs> Well, there's a, one of them involves an elephant, so it's not, it's not terribly realistic. <laughs> or is it? Mm. Um, actually, all right, so to switch gears a little bit, before we have to go, there's one thing that we should talk about. And since this is episode 100, this seems like a good time to talk about it. I'm breaking up with all of you. No. I was going to say, am I getting kicked out of the show? Is that what this is? <laughs> Lex, the tribal council has spoken. <laughs> yeah, I'm never coming back. And I, I kind of actually mean it. Yeah. Is this probably Guy Swanson? This might be Guy Swanson. If so, I, I assume this is a good way for you to go. Um, <laughs> no. no this I'm sure crappy. that's no, wrong. This, this is, is bad. as crappy as every experience on this show has ever been. <laughs> well, enjoy these concrete overshoes and go take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah, yeah right, right. We don't miss Guy at all. He was being kind of a dick by the end. <laughs> Well, good news is... I was kind of a dick to begin with, but it just it finally got to you by the end. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of character growth from the guy English quarter. <laughs> that arc was kind of flat. Uh, the good news is we've replaced guy English with t-shirts. Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll... They will hug you tighter than I ever will, for sure. <laughs> and the shirts actually have his name on them. Yeah, that's why. Right. Yeah, they're they're basically identical substitutes. There's a U in it and everything, <laughs> like just like Canada. <laughs> wait, wait, guy is guy is really spelled G Y? Yep, that's in, oh, in America. Okay. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, and rebound is spelled R E B O N D. No U. <laughs> the rebound. Uh, it's a bo- James Bond podcast. <laughs> that actually could be pretty fun. Why, why aren't we doing that show? <laughs> Next time. Because you're being such a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, anyways, we got shirts, uh, which you can uh, take a look at by going to reboundcast.com slash shirts. Uh, and uh, buy one because it supports us and you like us, hopefully, uh, or because it looks super cool. Um, I don't, I'm not going to describe it because this is a podcast and that's dumb. You can just go look at it. <laughs> it's pretty great, though. You're, if you're a fan of the show, which, I mean, if you've listened 50 plus God minutes in, you. you are. God help uh, you. Go, you say 50 you're, plus? You're it's 100 show. shows, Lex. <laughs> I, I said minutes. Minutes. Oh, oh, 50 okay. plus minutes into this episode. Like, if, if you've made it this far. It's been 100 yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah. If you didn't turn this episode off. It just seems like 100 go, minutes. Go look at the shirt. Did you give out the URL yet? I did. You want to do it again? Reboundcast.com. Yes. Reboundcast.com slash shirts. Yeah. Slash shirts. Uh, use promo code <laughs> rebound. For slash pants. <laughs> there are no promo codes. There are no promo it. codes. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I was mistaken. A- episode Here's... 200 will be slash pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go to reboundcast.com slash pants. See if you find anything there. Let us know because we should yeah, take it down. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything there. <laughs> there yeah. Take, we're going to take it down if you find anything. We can't promise that the, the rebound shirt will be antimicrobial, but we can promise you it's at least microbe neutral. So we've got that going for it. We are not shipping it with extra microbes. That we, it's that micro, we can it, probably it's promise. It's curious. <laughs> it's super okay. microbe curious. Okay, sorry. That made it. That made all of this hellhole of an experience worth it. <laughs> 
The only thing we have to add, though, is thanks again for listening. If you have an extra minute, please go to podpoll.com to take a very short anonymous survey about today's episode. It would be a big help to the show, and we'd appreciate it. Again, that's podpoll.com for the quick survey to help the show. Thanks, John. You saved You're the welcome. day. Via con Dios, guys. That's, <laughs> I feel like that's the note we have to go out on. <laughs>